0: You're listening to The Northfield Podcast with your host, Caleb Gordon, where faith, family, and culture all collide with a biblical worldview. Hang on and buckle up. You're about
1: to enter the Northfield Nation. Hello, my friends. Welcome back to The Northfield Podcast. I'm your host, Caleb Gordon. Thank you so much for taking time out of your schedule to be a part of the program today. Um, man, looking forward to this conversation today with Congressman Josh Burkine. We talk about the things of Jesus. We talk about politics. We talk about the moral state of our country and the need for our country to return to Christ. And, and it is vital. And I, I see this just every day as I, as I look through the news, look through the, the world around us. My hope is that we would learn to trust Christ more and stop leaning on our own understanding so i hope that this conversation with congressman josh burkeen encourages you and challenges you this week welcome to the northfield nation congressman josh burkeen how in the world are you doing my friend good thanks for having me man yeah glad to have you on um how how are things in washington
0: well they're broken
1: (laughs) are you kidding no you're joking right oh man um
0: it's, so it, uh, it's as bad as everyone thinks it is. We're going into debt and we've got an open border. Our national security is compromised. Um, and we've got
1: people who just
0: don't get it, man.
1: It It is a wild deal that I just, I I talk to, or I see politicians, I see the talking heads on news and they're just, you know, 34 trillion in debt. Like that is, that that number to me is just insane to think about. Well, we're expected to jump to thirty-five trillion within a hundred days. That's
0: how fast this thing's happening. Like, you know, and I don't know where you want to go with our time, but you know, I told somebody I just did an off-record interview with a national paper, and we were talking about some things. They just want to do some background relation building with us, and it's a very kind of left to center group, and so. Yep. But you know, they've been fair. To us, because I mean, we, they pay us a compliment. They like, look, we think what you do and what you say um, is based on principle. And just talking about that, there's a lot of people that operate in populism, but very few people that operate in principle. It was a huge compliment. Um, I know they don't agree with me, but just the fact that they recognize principle, um, we're just a country that's devoid of of plumb lines. Yeah, um, the guy who's got a bibl- biblical worldview. I know you get that. You know, you, you build a shoddy foundation. Um and you don't have it plumb, then when the carpenters come in to put the studs and the drywall and try to make everything square up, you create a headache for everybody. No, and no that's doubt. what's happening in a nation. We're yeah. we we're not plumb. We're not plumb with 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 what truth um is on yeah. so many different fronts. And so, I, I know you see over my shoulder. I don't know if you can read it because it looks like it's backwards. The borrower is a slave to the lender. That's a reminder to me. You know, I put that you know that's out of Proverbs. We'll leave that in the office here. Um, Our debt is just a downstream consequence of the other things that that we've, you know, for the last 40 and 50 years been turning on its head. uh, Right is wrong and wrong is right. And the debt is just a, you know, just a, a characteristic of that.
1: Yeah. I 100% agree. I, I, that was actually I was going to say I love that you have the scriptures hanging on your wall there in your office to, Can you can you actually read little backwards? Yeah. No, it's not backwards. It's uh, it's 100% oh. forwards. So you're you're right on. You can't
0: read the Alexander uh uh Titwell quote, but uh that's the one people have heard me at town halls talk about that a democracy cannot exist as a permanent form of government. It can only exist until people discover they can vote themselves large yes, meaning the money out of the public treasury. And then I love what the way that basically that one ends. It says that the average age of a republic lasts about 200 years and they all progress to the following sequence from bondage to spiritual faith, spiritual faith to um, uh, abundance, abundance to liberty, liberty uh, to apathy, apathy to dependency and dependency back into
1: bondage. Yeah, it's one of those things that I just... I look at the state we're in, and I mean, I'm 45, and I look. Oh, yeah. back. you're older than I am, Caleb. I'm, I won't be 45 until a few more months. You got me beat. <laughs> I got you beat. I'm 45, and I'm just I'm looking at at the progression, from even from when I was just in high school, and I, I we thought you know when Clinton was in office, we thought you know the world was coming to an end. Yeah, but I mean, it, it just feels even more chaotic than it did 20 years ago. And I just, I, I look at them and I, and I believe it's personally because of the, the moral decay of our, yes. of our, you know, yes, the, the, the money's being spent and, and we're in debt, but man, the bigger thing for me is I, I look at the morals yeah, moral, of our country. Moral. Yeah. Like we've, we've gone completely we like, and I, and I have to think that this is like a second Thessalonians chapter two mindset where God sends the nation strong delusions because we, we've we suppressed the truth for so long that, that, you know, we can't even, we don't even know what gender is. You know, if, if a guy is a guy, we, I don't know who, are, who know, am I to say? I was,
0: I was reading an article um and uh, trying to re- follow this article of someone who had made a transition from male to female, mm-hmm. it's a national known person. And if something happened, it was a, it, but I was trying to follow this article in the way it was written because it was using the pronoun he yeah. and hit or her and her spouse or ex-spouse. And then mm-hmm. I got so confused because the way they're writing this, you can't figure out who's who. Exactly. It, it's it, just, it's, it, it is devoid
1: of, of intellectual honesty. It a hundred percent is. And it's just, it, 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 well it's back to this idea that the that, that Satan is the master liar the father of lies and the deception is his mo and so for us to be confused or deceived is is a is a satanic attack and i just it it breaks my heart to see that even christians are falling for some of this silliness and people who say they love the lord are struggling to even you know i don't want to offend anybody i don't want to hurt anybody's feelings but i'm just like this book has dividing lines It, it, it has it is a structured outline Oh, both are, ditch. Both are ditch. the ditch of of Christianity in our, in our day. Um,
0: a a Christless Christianity is yeah. um, this hyper grace without judgment. It is um, love without consequences. And look, God calls us to, to to walk the the narrow, and that is both righteousness and peace. Um, truth does come with love. It's both. But what the uh, Christless church, the anemic uh, church, is preaching is hyper grace with no consequence for sin, and because they don't know the Bible, the Bible doesn't do that. The Bible says that this is not to be a license for for lawlessness. Yeah. The Christianity, even though we, the cross brings us grace, is to not be lawlessness. And then, you know, look, the Bible makes it plain. It's Romans, it's Timothy, it's First Corinthians six. It says, these people will not inherit the kingdom of God.
1: It it Uh, is very clear. It talks
0: about thieves and liars and drunkards and adulterers and the effeminate and homosexuals. And and people say, well, you're being mean-spirited. God is the ultimate arbitrator of love. He knows what, what happens when we move away from his principles. He knows it will wreak havoc in our lives. And so he loves us that much to spare us from that. And so he, you know, as I've said to others, 1 Corinthians 13. That gives the you know the, the true definition of love in this 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 biblically illiterate culture that call themselves Christian, and they say no the real love is this. You better fact check yourself of what the, those who actually gave their lives for the gospel said love was. Yeah. yeah. Paul, what did Paul say love was? He said love is is not arrogant, it's not rude, but he also in that little list in First Corinthians thirteen goes on to say that love does not rejoice in unrighteousness. Amen. So if everybody's celebrating sexual sin on the internet because you're afraid you're not going to hurt something. You don't want to, you know, not thumb up or not. Then let me tell you what you did. You violated love because if you really loved them and you know that they're setting, you know, biblical truth and you know, they're setting their house on fire. Yeah. Clap while they're setting their house on fire. That's not love. You no. love yourself more than you love them. That's the reality. You love yourself. You love your image management. You love your reputation more than you really love that other person. 100%. You.
1: One hundred. Romans chapter one says the exact same thing. At the end of it, Paul writes and he says that that those who give and they 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 applaud this, they're just as guilty as those who actually are doing those things. And so I'm just like my wife and I have had this conversation a couple different times because we have some friends online that that we see, you know, rejoice at immorality when oh this you know this couple is getting married and it's a same-sex married it's like wait a second this is not biblical and at some point we we step back and we start saying you know where do we where did where do we lose our our minds like there's there's got to be some type of 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 change in direction and my, my hope is that guys like you being in the places where you are with the platform you have standing on biblical principles, not afraid to have the word sitting or uh, hung on your wall, not afraid to stand up and say, thus saith the Lord about cultural issues is is a win in my book. I'm praying that that more guys like you are getting platforms and, and standing up for what's right. And I believe that God's blessing that because you are standing for righteousness and you're standing for, for what's right. And so yeah, I'm, I'm
0: convinced we're headed uh, as a nation uh, whether it's a fiscal collapse or otherwise, we're headed towards um, where you know when our founders prayed and asked for 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 the Lord of the Host to go out with our armies. Yeah, why did pray that? Why did Washington and Bench- Benjamin Franklin? People need to read, really look at their history. Benjamin Franklin is asked, saying, We used to seek divine guidance when we were in the Revolutionary War. How's mm-hmm. we forgotten to do that? That's when he does this famous call to to pray when we were hung up without a constitutional uh, without a constitution. Yeah, and, and so when our founders. When Washington says it's the duty of nations to acknowledge the providence of almighty God to to um, um, to implore his protection in his favor the duty of nations when when Abraham Lincoln used the exact wording said it's the duty of nations basically it's in his eighteen sixty three commentary um where he says what is it we, we think have we become so intoxicated with broken unbroken success we think we've done this by our own uh, human wisdom yeah so you know, the outliers aren't us, the outliers who refuse to, to want the blessing of what our founders had, what uh, the blessing of what the men and the giants of this nation and people go, well, I'm smarter than them. Yeah. No, you're, you're a fool and you're 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 taking thousand and four four thousand years and greater of norms, of boundary lines. Thou shalt not cross those who like Tolkien
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> and you're moving them. Yep. Another proverb that says, do not remove the ancient boundary, which is set there by your father's. And you're moving these boundary lines and you're going, ah, that that doesn't apply anymore. We're, we've become Isaiah 5. Woe to the nation calls evil good and good evil. Substitutes yep. for sweet, sweet for bitter, light for dark, dark for light. Those who become wise in their own, side, own eyes. Those who become heroes with strong drink. Uh, we've become drunken. We, we become have. drunken, intoxicated with unbroken success. And we in America think that in our in our in our pride that we think and well that word's been twisted hasn't it? Hadn't it? Pride parades. Look at these pride parades. I don't know about you, but the older I get, the more I'm realizing the more I need to humble myself, not not find a place of pride.
1: Well, it doesn't, and that's I actually just preached on this last Sunday, where the idea of pride that was that Isaiah chapter fourteen that is exactly where um, Satan that was his genesis. Of of his downfall was his pride. He he's he's five different times in Isaiah chapter fourteen, he says, "I will, I will ascend, I will be like the most high." I'm gonna, and in essence, he wants to become God. He was so arrogant, so prideful, that that he falls. And every other sin, the genesis for every other sin starts with pride, some sort of a inward arrogant, prideful heart, and that's the reason Jesus says in the text that he resists the proud, but he gives grace, more grace to the humble. And yeah, I, uh,
0: do, you, do you think the people that, you know, the social media that, um, you know, are willing to go along with this cultural rot, they were raised to know biblical truth. Mm-hmm. That's your definition of truth, of biblical truth. Yeah. That which we, you know, if you, I, I love it. I mean, I love to just ask somebody, if you ascribe to a resurrected Christ Yeah. that who is, who is Lord and King exalted, what are you doing with the rest of it? Do you just like check your brain at the church and go? I'm going to believe only parts and pieces. Like yeah. I, I can't understand people who want to parcel out. I mean, he either was who he said he was, yep. or he's not. And well, you if- can't pieces you like and displace the pieces you don't like because that doesn't work. That, that, that doesn't ascribe to he wants to come Amen. after me, deny himself, pick up his cross, and follow after me daily. To lay down his life. hundred percent. That, that's not the gospel. That is a watered down gospel of, of prosperity that says, in all things I do, I'm going to be rich and famous, and I'm never going to have any problems. And 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 that's the gospel of wealth. Yeah. And that's yeah. the gospel of self. And that's the gospel we see with these evangelicals, quote evangelicals on TV saying, yeah, I'll go to a, celebrate a, a homosexual marriage. True. No, don't call yourself a, a a minister of the gospel of Jesus. When He looked at her and He said to the woman caught in adultery, "I don't condone you. I don't condemn you. Yeah, but go and sin no more.
1: Don't do it again. Don't keep he doing."
0: Just, it. Didn't, Jesus, you didn't catch Jesus getting drunk mm. with them. You didn't. You didn't catch him celebrating sin. And for those who would go and celebrate, then what you're doing is the Bible says for him who knows what the right thing to do and doesn't do it to that him to him it's sin
1: sin. Yeah.
0: And and so for these people that are exalted and look in these circles, even, you know, charismatic circles and non charismatic circles and and you're starting to 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 uh, take people down a pathway that doesn't align to biblical truth. And you got to you better have a millstone tied around your your neck. It's better for you. It's
1: Um, it's a dangerous spot to be in. And I and I I, I'm I'm concerned for not just our nation, but uh, and I, you know, I believe that repentance needs to start in the church house before it hits the white house and, and main street before it hits, you know, I've always said revival happens in the mirror. And yep. and it, you know, because we, we we long for those things. But then when you say things like that they're like, "Oh, wait, you're a Christian nationalist." And I'm like, oh, "Okay, well, let me let me rephrase it. Do you want By to their
0: definition, your- George Washington, John Adams, all of these founding fathers would be Christian nationalists by, by the way that they try to twist that.
1: They don't understand the, the truth. They set up a, a
0: constitution that Adams plainly said, our constitution was made only for a moral and religious people. It's wholly inadequate to the government of any other. Yeah. They knew if you wanted to maintain limited government, you had to have self-governance. Mm-hmm. And that's where George Washington years later says, both reason and experience forbid us to expect that national morality will prevail in exclusion of religious principles.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I you know, after um Iowa just on Monday and Beth Moore comes out and it's like white Christian men, I'm just like what? And I'm like they're all just making all these ridiculous statements that 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 uh white Christians are are furthering Donald Trump and fu- furthering the GOP agenda and I'm just like first of all, how do you know that? Secondly, what's wrong with being a Christian? I mean, I thought I thought we we're a nation that was founded upon biblical principles, which we were, regardless of what the progressives try to tell you. We were founded on biblical principles. Go read the Mayflower Compact. Go, I mean, you're in Washington. Go wander around Washington yeah. for about an hour. Yeah, You'll was see Washington how many Bible verses in
0: Farewell address, which yeah. was written by Hamilton and Madison and Washington. You'll see the fabric of how they believe that this nation um it would it would endure um as long as we uh, had the pillar. Washington, even in his 96, 1796 farewell address, again, Madison, Hamilton had a big part to play in the, in the writing of that, and then Washington ultimately delivered it. He was going to deliver it four years before in 1792, but stayed longer to help what he thought was going to be the preservation of our nation. He actually says, "You can't even claim to be a patriot if you undermine uh, the, the, the foundation of, of morality, religion, I and agree. Christian, Christian religion." As Washington and others, you know, the supermajority of them were. He yeah, said, "You maybe- can't." be a patriot that's in the 1796 farewell address you can't even be a patriot if you if you seek to dismantle
1: these pillars he said 100 and if you look at every nation or everywhere that christianity thrives society thrives and in any other nation it is clamped down under restrictions like crazy whether it's russia whether it's saudi arabia what you name it i don't care what it is where christianity does not thrive um Society doesn't thrive, but where Christianity does thrive, men and women are set free to yeah. to to live not how they want to live, but how they ought to live, and and that like that's that sets us free. And and go back to the the borrower is not slave to the lender, and we, like every when we line ourselves up with a biblical worldview and actually follow through and do what God's word tells us to do, it it changes the game. So I, it's just yeah. frustrating.
0: Yeah, the guidelines for life, man, uh, the guidelines for life for to how you can, you know,
1: avoid constantly being tripped up by your own stupidity. Amen. Amen. OK, so what do you think um, after Iowa, after the Iowa caucuses? How do you think things it's ele- it's election year. So we'll jump off yeah. of the the Bible talk for a minute. We'll we'll do sure. some politics. What do you think? So uh, how do you think things are going to shake out in 2024?
0: Well, I think Trump's going to be the nominee. Uh, okay. I, I uh, did. Uh, come early, um uh, in support. Um, I've had a couple of conversations, um, where I've expressed my great concern on some fronts that I'll keep that private sure. Where my hope is, is that he's going to uh, lead not uh, only to the level of success that he did as 45, where we saw prosperity, uh, we saw a secure border, a 45 year low, but also that we tackle our debt. Yeah. Um, and that we push uh, back. I think, you know, he's talking about pushing back hard on this transgender um, craziness. And my hope is he's going to lean in hard on that. I hope uh, so, too. He's making statements on that. Now, I would want to take it, you know, and <clears throat> and, and take it to a greater, broader stroke than that. And it, where the Lord would give me opportunity, I'll be saying that. But uh, he's made commitments about uh, pushing back against the transgender agenda, which is the, the front in your face. Uh, these drag queen story hour reading experience. I mean, just I mean, Sandy. look, and people are waking up. Like you know, I was reading a statistic um, that even the those who were much more within the church, people that are supposed to know what the Bible defines as sin, yeah. what the Bible says is the fruits of the flesh, and what the Bible says this is the you know Galatians five of the spirit. Even people who <coughs> starting you know. Adultery in the 60s and 70s, and then, you know, the homosexual agenda in the 90s, it amped up, and then transgenderism, you know, in the last five five years or so. People that that didn't realize, well, I'll, I'll play and get my plumb line off and kind of go with yeah. this. The transgender agenda is starting to wake these people up. I think because so. Because they start to see that you move an ancient boundary, then the, then the floodgates open up. Yeah. You,
1: you, you, you breach the dam, and it all goes. You're you're just you're just inches away from God forbid pedophilia. Like you're you're just I mean yeah, yeah you're, and look, you're just, you
0: know, look bestiality. I mean yep. let's just, just be yep. blunt keep going, you know, yeah, keep going conversations, but but uh y- y- yes, you the heart, um heart of man is pretty wicked, man.
1: It is the the, the depravity heart of man is man is, is, is on display hundred percent. Um okay, so <sighs> As what do you, what do you think about Joe Biden being the nominee? Do you think he's going to make it for twenty twenty four? Because there's, I, I you know, I heard rumblings on, I think it was Tucker Carlson or something like that, where they they think that Nikki Haley is going to be sort of kind of the 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 Democratic. I don't even know how to word it. The Democrat, not necessarily the Democratic nominee, but there's so many Democrats that are throwing money at Nikki Haley and trying to get her to be this this front runner, and she's the she's the sort of the rhino that's going to um, try to off you know throw off Donald Trump. What what do you what do you think about that?
0: Uh, I I just don't see it playing out. I mean, I think that um, third place finish in Iowa.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I heard it on, I think it was Tucker Carlson. Somebody had mentioned that. And I thought that was an interesting, um, s- statement to, to, to make, I just, you know, I think Donald Trump getting 51% with, um, within 31 minutes, like they, they, you know, how, you know he was declared the winner within 31 minutes. That's, that's a, that's insane. Yeah. Uh, I just, i my hope is that, that, uh, Things move in a direction because I'd, I'd much rather have a dollar twenty five gas and a few mean tweets than because everybody that's immediate. Everybody's like, oh, but he's such a I know he's mouthy. I, that's not I don't like that side of him. But <laughs> but then again, if if we've got a guy that's that, that's trying to guard against the yeah, destruction the, of our country, I don't want to quote you, unquote yeah. nice guy. Yeah, it's a great contrast,
0: right? The guy who brought the 45-year low of illegal immigration in 2017 compared to the guy who's got the highest numbers in in our nation's history, who's almost tripled the the population of Oklahoma, with the amount of illegals he's let in in three years. So it's a great contrast from record to record. You've got the ability to compare and contrast. The independent suburban mom, um, she's got the ability to compare and contrast inflation at 40-year highs compared to prosperity. Uh, Peace around the world compared to chaos. Not knowing what's going to happen next. Yeah. Take those big three elements right there. Right. And uh, that soccer mom has a lot to think about that. Hopefully she goes.
1: All right. To your point. I may not like his tweets, but I sure like his policies. I love his, po- I don't like his tweets, but man, I love his policies. And we didn't like; there was no war. We, I mean, he's meeting yes. with Kim Jong Un, and the you know, right there having a meeting with him. Rather than saying we're going to nuke you, he's shaking his hand and saying we're going to we're going to have a. a well, meeting keep in know. mind
0: it was Rocket Man, right? <laughs> keep in mind, like the the, the okay. So, a person's strength can be you know, the, the, you, you can't have strengths without weaknesses. All of us have exactly. our strengths. Sure, sure, right. So for all the mean tweets to be the same guy who starts calling him Rocket Man, who else does that as the United States president? But you know what it did? It makes him
1: unpredictable. Yeah. It scared Rocket Man into a place. It scared of, everybody. It scared every any, anybody on the national. They didn't know what to think, what he was going to do. So they're like, okay, I'm not going to, I'm not pressing any buttons because that guy, he might just go off. And that's like we need leaders that. Right. Pro- I hope us. That,
0: I hope that that uh, that this team around him starts taking that type of narrative and say it's the guy who does the mean tweets
1: that gets Rocket Man to settle down. Yeah, it's a great. That's a great campaign slogan. That's fantastic. So what? Okay, so us that are in Oklahoma in the second district, if you, what what can we do to try to fight against the insanity that's happening coming out of Washington? What what can just us that are in the the small counties of oklahoma what can we do to try to combat the, the insanity and wickedness of, of washington
0: so get on social media and uh and and make sure that you're speaking up i saw a great little line it said you know by me being silent on social media it might uh make my life easier but it's going to make my lot my children's life much harder And so don't you dare remain silent. You know, Dietrich Bonhoeffer, who lived during Hitler's time frame, who lost his life standing up against uh, what the Nazis were doing, he said, silence in the face of evil is itself evil. Not to speak is to speak, not to act is to act, act, and God will not hold us guiltless. So when you see this culture of sexual immorality, when you see the culture of death, um, when you see the this insanity of living way beyond our means, of you know bread and circuses, of giving people more and more and more of a government, creating an atmosphere where you can stay home and not do you know have to hustle, and you can get a, a, a opportunity to buy a whole lot better foods um, in the grocery store than if you hustle, Yeah. undermining work ethic, undermining self esteem, undermining your kids' future for what you're teaching them, like this is all flesh. Yeah, it's all the consequence of what we want to do compared to what we what we should do, so that we live a blessed life. Yeah. and and so stand up and speak and do it with truth. I mean, do it with kindness. Absolutely. Sure. Absolutely. Like don't lose your don't lose your message for your delivery. Yep. Said this a lot of times. In my thirties, I was you know a lot more bristled in the way I said things. I I've <laughs> learned to step on people's toes without messing up their shine. Hopefully, a little better in my forties. Come on. Um and so the bible we are called to speak the truth in love yeah so it does matter it, it's, it's a fine road right between the mayonnaise and the mustard it's <laughs> a so shout out to my old college roommate brad casey between the mayonnaise and the mustard oklahoma state go pokes um, go pokes yeah. <laughs> uh, i carried the poop shovel man for the horse i was a true fan did <laughs> nobody, nobody the poop shovel. i did that for two years but between the mayonnaise and the mustard, the ditch is, to not speak the truth because I don't want to offend anybody and I'm I'm really prideful and I've sure. got image management, right? Sure. Let's, let's just break it down. I don't want to speak the truth because I'm a, I want, I want, I'm king on the throne and I want people in all facets to adore me and never speak an a, a ill word about me. Where does that come from? That comes from insecurity. Yeah. A hundred percent. If I, if I get my value from God and I get my value from art, right, Lord, did I obey you today? Did I do what you told me to do? If that's where your self-esteem comes from, then you don't have to have the applause of man. If the praise of man builds you up, their criticism is always going to tear you down. And what a, what a train wreck you see in the pulpit or in politics of people who live to the praise of man, the applause of, of many versus the applause of one.
1: Yeah.
0: But but if if you will stand and, and not get in the ditch of, of, of that, speak the truth. Don't get in the ditch on the other side of doing it in a hateful, mean-spirited way. Yeah. Just do it with kindness, do it with love. Love people, you know, um don't 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 change your message right just make sure you're doing it in a way that's that that you're loving people in your heart what's your heart condition do you really love the person who's screaming and yelling at you and telling you that you're a bigot and 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 just say look i love you i love you enough to to leave you in this because i know it's going to cause you children after you harm and if you're in this love and you, in you, you know, Second Timothy two twenty four, the man of God must not be quarrelsome, kind to everyone, able to teach, patient when wronged, with gentleness correcting those who are in opposition. If perhaps God may grant them repentance, leading them to knowledge of the truth, and they will turn to their senses and escape from the snare of the devil, having been held captive by him to do their will.
1: I literally just preached on that text
0: on Sunday. So it's That's you know awesome. what I love about that. If you do these things. If perhaps God will grant, so the man of God must not be quarrelsome. You get into
1: a place of quarrelsome, people get offended, and they lock down, they don't hear anything you have to say after that. Yeah, don't want to fight you. I'm trying. To, I, always, I, I use the illustration, and I didn't come up with it. I can't remember who said it, but there was. If I'm in, if we're out here on the highway 75, and I, I look down the road and I see from a higher position that there's a semi coming, and you're standing in the middle of the road, and I'm screaming at you, "Hey, listen, there's a semi coming," and you're looking at yeah. me saying, "God, you're just a bigot. You're just a." Yeah. You're just a hateful person. I'm like, no, no, no. There's genuinely something coming. I'm I'm telling you, I've been saying this for several years. God's coming. The Lord's going to show up, and his judgment is going to just way lace, way, just gonna hit our country like a smack truck. And yeah. we have got to wake up to the reality that God's wrath is on its way, according to Romans chapter eight and Romans chapter one. And so we, what's the what's the cure? The cure is to repent and believe the gospel. That that is our only hope: is to repent of our sins, trust the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ for those who would believe, and fall on His mercy. That is, and and here's the beauty of it. 1 John one nine says, if we confess our sins, this is the beauty: He is faithful and just to forgive us and to cleanse us from all of our unrighteousness. Now, that doesn't mean. Well, he's not going to forgive that one. He's not going to forgive this one. My my heart's pr- cry is we have more and more men and women who are waking up to this, who maybe are in who are, like you said, entrapped or ensnared in this immoral lifestyle, that they wake up, that they're doing the will of Satan, and that they would repent and they would trust the Lord Jesus Christ and they would be set free. That's my hope. So thank you for standing up for what's right. Thank you for standing on the word of God. Thank you for leading our our. Small little congressional area for the glory of God. I am grateful that you are my brother in Christ, that you are my friend, and that you are my congressman. So I, well, I thank you. that. Okay. Um,
0: my scripture of the year is Isaiah fifty-eight. Cry loud, don't hold back.
1: Love it. I love it. So if if anybody wants to get a hold of you, how do they? How can they touch base with you? Um,
0: Burkeen.house.gov. B-R-E-C-H-E-N.house.gov. Uh, um, and then uh, you can also get hold of us. You know, if you need help on on casework, uh, it's Medicare Social Security legal immigration legal immigration uh, <laughs> you can get hold of our Claremore office 918 uh, uh, hang on a second 918 283 uh, 6262 I believe I'll if, put it in the show notes if I'm wrong on that go to the website and and uh, but I think it's 918 283 to call our Claremore office for those things and then if it's just um, general commentary uh, I read the call reports that come in you can call our, our DC office 202 225 Awesome. Uh, love it.
1: Thank you so much for being on the program. Thanks, man.
0: God bless you.